0: Let's cut through the mainstream financial advice out there. This is your quick financial tip from your rich uncle. So we're going to be going through this list of properties and I'm going to show you how to build a line of best fit or to figure out kind of where that water line is and help you determine if this is a good property to buy or a bad property to buy just in terms of numbers from a high level. So this is the first step that I tell a lot of people, right? You go to the remote investor e-course, you start to learn how to analyze properties. Of course, you want to go download the free analyzer by going to simplepassivecashflowcom analyzer, which is also in the remote investor e-course and incubator content. This is a point where investors have gone through that first half of the content. They know where to buy. They know uh, what type of properties to buy. I think where we lose a lot of people because this is where people actually have to do some semi-hard work. And here's what, you, what I tell people. Go out there, talk to brokers, use Zillow, use whatever resources you have to go find properties and figure out two things, three or four things actually. But the main thing is like, what does the property sell for? And what are these properties renting for? And I tell people, go and do this. 24 times, at least a couple dozen, few dozen times to get some data points here. And this is specifically where most of the people fall off the wagon. Everybody wants to read all these real estate books and, but nobody wants to do any hard work or analyze any properties. And we're not really doing any analysis here. We're just collecting data, super simple, zero excuses why this should not be done. And I say this because I don't know what's a good deal. I've bought properties in 2012 to 2015 in this type of stuff, I don't know what it is today. And I don't know what it is in the left side of Birmingham or Eastern, Northern Memphis. I don't know. So everybody is different here. Everybody's fishing in different ponds and you're gonna have to figure out what where the water line for your property or your market or your submarket more specifically. So a person goes out, they figure out they they just collect data, the addresses, the rent price. This is where they're going to be getting it. These days, not so much Craigslist, but more Facebook Marketplace. The Zillow rent and those are other resources. Ideally, if you're really serious, you want to be getting this from your property manager. But at this point, we're just data gathering. We don't want to waste the relationship, burn up your property manager's time, and them to think that you're just another tire kicker just wasting their time. Now, when you're actually going to go put in an offer on the property and you've built a relationship with that property manager who knows you're going to get this business at the end of the day, then you start to go and sharpshoot some of these rental rates. But you really should be able to, be able to get this plus or minus 10 to 20%. Good enough. A bedroom is bad. That's not super important. But I think once you start to drill in on this a little bit more, that may be more important. And then while you're adding, you might as well just also put in the years built as I feel like that's also a big indicator after the bedrooms bath. If you really ambitious, I would do square footage. Actually, I would probably do square footage before the years built. That seems to be a more of an indicator, but just for now, we're just going to model two things, the rent race and the sales price to figure out the rental value ratio that we should be paying. So every, you you might be using Excel. I'm using Google docs here since it's free. But this is how we are going to model out the information. We're just going to go on and select the data. And then I'm going, everything's a little bit different. But on this one, we're going to go to create a chart. And the chart that I want to make is not this bar graph, but it's mo- more just a scattered chart. Here we are. And what's nice is once you've made the chart, you can usually like you know, slide things up and down to include more data. But the tricky thing is you got to click on the data, it's typically how these programs work, and you can slide it up and down. So here's the line of best fit here. As you can see, there's a pretty strong correlation between as the rents go up or the price goes up. In some of these programs, what you're able to do is you, if you click on the data, you got to be careful about this. It can be a little sticky. There's one thing I'm looking for, which is this trend line. And the, the nice thing in our case, I don't know if you would really say it's a linear relationship. I think it's more of a curve type of thing, exponential or Polynomial. I don't, I forget what these things are from high school, college, math class, but I want some kind of a curve to it. As, and this is exactly why we don't go after the high end properties because once properties get to be above the median home price, 150,000, 200,000, your bang for your buck goes down. You're not going to get that rent to value ratio is going to flatline after a certain point, which is why we want to model it with more of a curve to it. But a lot of times this thing will give you the the sales price or some kind of coefficient. If you guys are geeks and you really want to do it like this, knock yourself out. But for most of you guys, it doesn't matter. That's why this real estate investing is so great, because it doesn't take a genius to you just take a straight edge and you just market it here. So all you're what you're doing here is alright, Bob Broker brings you a deal. It is a forget the the date bedroom's bath right just what's the market price alright what's the market price that you want to, that they're selling up for oh it's $80,000 alright $80,000 is about here let me look at my line Mr. Broker is it somewhat where is it is above 1000 bucks? below $1,000 and if he says it's going to probably rent for 700. Well, you automatically know it's nowhere near where these other data points are. And what you want to be doing is you want to keep a scatter chart like this to know when you're buying something that's a little bit of an outlier, potentially maybe one of these two, where actually these are outliers that you don't want to buy, right? These properties, $75,000 goes for seven hundred and seventy-seven. These are the two that we want to stay away from. But the ones that are below the line these are the ones that we would probably ideally or If something was an outlier here, that's what we want to do, do more due diligence. But that's where we get, I think where a lot of newbie investors, they go after these outliers. And but you got to be aware, there's a reason why it's in there. You got to figure out what that is. A very common mistake that we had in the incubate. We had students come back with, I found property that was $50,000 that rented for 650 oh you did did you and they're come to find out you know, there's something wrong with it that would cost five thousand dollars and there you go now it's even higher than the, the line we also don't recommend people to buy properties that rent for less than 800 850 which have a lot of them on this list and not saying that these are good properties to buy but we try and tell people to stay about 900 dollars plus per rent, even though that the curve kind of starts to get away from you, you don't get as better rent to value ratios at that point, but a little bit better tenant. I always say, and especially when you're starting out, you want to stay at a B minus B type of asset or better, or be in a better area, but you can get really technical with the stuff. if I deleted these, the prices of these ones, then, you know, the, the lines get tightened, so you could omit certain properties and you can get better data by doing that. But that's basically the this lesson in a nutshell. Create your scatter chart. Uh, this is not that tough guys. You don't even need to make these curve things. After a while this a lot of this information will just be heuristic to you guys. You guys will just build a gut feel. But unless you go through this exercise where you get a, at least a couple dozen deals on this chart, you don't start to really understand what we're talking here. What's a good deal? And again, not just because something is below the line here, that's where you have to go put in the analyzer, go do the due diligence, figure out every line item if it makes sense. Lane is not a lawyer, CPA, but the dude did quit his engineering job and now owns thousands of rental properties. Learn more about the secrets of the wealthy, join our community at thewealthelevator.com/club.